Hey guys, this is Yuriko once again. Um, I'm here today to do Ephesians 3. So I want to start with verse 1 and move forward. Ephesians 3 verse 1. For this reason I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, on behalf of you, Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I have written briefly. So if we go back, uh, remember back in Ephesians uh, 1, verse 7 to 9, Paul talked about how God gave him revelation that through Jesus' blood all things were unified because of his good pleasure which he purposed in Christ to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. So, Paul was a prisoner for the message of Christ, not only physically by being in prison, but also by being bound to share God's message for the sake of the Gentiles. Paul was thrown into jail for preaching a message that was against the Jewish community. Uh, they had in their minds that, that they were the only ones that were, uh, they were only uh, God's people. So this anger and shocked a lot of Jewish people. And um, so if we continue, it says that um, in verse 7, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. He made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times reach their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. So remember, this was Ephesians 1, verse 7 to 9. So Paul emphasized that God gave him the revelation of his grace towards the Gentiles, and this message was exclusively given to him in this form. None of the other apostles talked about grace given to the non-Jewish community. So in verse 4, of Ephesians 3 it says when you read this you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations as it has now so it's indicating that it has previously been but not completely as how it was disclosed now now it was disclosed fully so as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit this mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. So in verse 4, verse, verse 4 through 5, he states that this mystery was not fully revealed to anybody. This message has been hinted, but not fully revealed until Christ's Spirit revealed it to Paul. In the Old Testament, God was hinting that salvation will be granted uh, for the Gentiles. So he revealed that in different uh he hinted in different verses in uh, the old testament for example uh back in genesis 12 3 god was talking to abraham the father of the faith he was going to sacrifice his son and god made a pact with him of having a child at a very old age he said he will bless his generations so in genesis 12 3 he says all people on earth will be blessed through you so he didn't say only the jewish people he said all peoples uh, in another instance, we could see it in Isaiah 49 6. I think this is the clearest hint that God gave before he revealed the full disclosed message to Paul. And this full message that was disclosed previously in another verse that I wanted to uh, show it, it says right here in Isaiah 49 6, 
It is too small a thing for you to be my servant to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I have kept. So God is going to keep certain people of Israel. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. So this is Old Testament already indicating, hinting. So verse 6 of Ephesians states that all non-Jewish people could be now part of the body of Christ, one single unified spiritual body who will partake of the promises of Christ to inherit in him. And in Ephesians 1, it talks about how we're sealed with the Holy Spirit, which is the mark of our inheritance. So now God is saying this is not for the Jewish people only, but also for the Gentiles. And they, show, they shouldn't see themselves as non-citizens of God's kingdom. Now you could see through Jesus' blood, you had a DNA transfusion. So, so let's keep on reading Ephesians uh, 3, verse 7 to 13. Of this gospel, I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me by the working of his power. So it's God's power. To me, though, I am the very least of all the saints. This grace was given. So Paul sees it as even grace for him just to be able to preach this message. He takes it as a gift from God for him to be the one that God chose to share this message. To preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God. So this unity of salvation for the Gentiles and the non-Jewish and the Jewish people was hidden for a long time. Uh, who created all things, verse 10, so that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. So why is God doing this? Why is God allowing Gentiles to partake with the Jewish people? So he's saying so that this message may be known to the rulers and authorities in heavenly places. So even to the demonic forces, God wanted them to know that God had grace upon this people. So God wanted them to know that he had mercy on us human beings. So all the planets everywhere, if there's other beings, God wanted it to be known that he chose humanity. Verse 11. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So now we're able to access God. Uh, just by having faith and we have confidence in this. So I ask you not to lose heart over what I am suffering for you, which is your glory. So let's break it again. Of this gospel, verse 7, I was made a minister to the gift of God's grace, which was given by the working of his power. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light everyone, to everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God. So verse 7 uses the word minister, servant, diakonos, which means deacon. He, Paul is describing himself as a deacon. So a deacon is in charge of other servants. God chose him to do this through his power, God's will, not his. Verse 8 shows that he himself says that he considered himself the least of the saints to share the gospel. And I believe that God did this because, remember, he used to be a persecutor of the church, and now God, Paul's gift was to preach to the people that he used to persecute. Uh, verse 9 to 10, he shares his knowledge of Christ being the light by sharing to the Gentiles their promises. So you could go see back Ephesians 1, uh, chapter 1, 3 to 8. And this shows God's plan of creation that has to be spread by the church. That Jesus came to unify everything on earth and in the heavenly places. Salvation is for Jewish and non-Jewish who are the church. So God gave us the gift of adoption by grace, and we have already been blessed with every spiritual blessing. And these are part of the riches of Christ. We must know our identity in Christ, guys. 
So verse 11, this was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So I ask you to not lose heart over what I am suffering for you, which is your glory. So verse 11 through 12 shows that Jesus did this work through the resurrection. And now we could approach God through our faith in him and Jesus directly. This is the reconciliation process. Jesus had to die and resurrect to unify all things together. He had to die for our sins. Now we are confident in Jesus that we can access God. So we have to be confident that we could access God because we're fully adopted by faith. And if we believe in him, we don't have to be doubting if God is hearing us. So Paul Back, back in verse 13, Paul is encouraging that his hardships are for our benefit so that we can know this gospel. Verse 14, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, for whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory he may grant you, he may grant you to be strengthened with his power through the Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, length, height, depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. So, from verse 14 to 21, Paul is ultimately praying. He's bowing his knees and he's praying for the church to be strengthened with the power of Christ that he may live in our lives through faith so that the Holy, may, Holy Spirit may dwell in us and that we know that times of trouble may come but we need to remain in faith, rooted and planted in God's love that we are no longer living in fear because we know that God's love goes from every length, height, depth, whatever he has to go through to show us his love. So His, we pray that his powers at work within us, that we may be sh sharing his light, his glory to other generations. And we see right here in Paul's breakdown of his prayer asking for spiritual, inner spiritual strength, the dwelling of Christ in our hearts, the ability to comprehend all things of spiritual realities. That we may know that there's an enemy out there, but we have all the blessing, every blessing that God already gave us to reach this victory. And how are we going to reach this victory? By knowing the knowledge of the love of Christ. No matter what, God loves us. So we need to be specific in our prayers and be able to humble ourselves, you know, just being by being thankful. Because... The goal of the Bible is to show us God's love and for us to transmit this message to other people. So this is what I have on Ephesians 3 and feel free to leave me a message if you have any questions or if you are confused in anything I said. God bless you and have a great day.